What's your opinion on giving tips to waiters and waitresses at restaurants if you do carry out and how does that relate to being a great brand ambassador? How can brand ambassadors like us who don't have a huge social following, who don't want to use pushy sales tactics, how do we build a meaningful community, share our favorite brands, and make money all at the same time? My name is Tyson Gunter and this is the podcast for fitness ambassadors. I'm running a small startup called Black Label Supplements and I'm on a mission to find the best advice to help current and interested fitness brand ambassadors succeed. Let's go. And the podcast has a new name. Let's go. Um, We went from marketing fitness to the podcast for fitness ambassadors and um, I thought that was a good change because marketing fitness was a good name. But it was it was pretty broad, and um, I wanted to be a little more specific in um, the name so I could t- attract more more of the people that we're trying to attract here, and and that is uh, current and interested fitness brand ambassadors. Because um, the whole point of this podcast is to help you guys or share my journey as I as I start to um, build a brand ambassador program for and network and community for Black Label Supplements, but also to help those of you guys that are, that are fitness brand ambassadors to um, improve and learn tri- ticks, tricks and tips and frameworks to for your, your success as well. So I thought that was a good name. Um, so back to the story. The My, my grandma passed away uh, last week, so yesterday was her funeral, and um, she was really old and, and kind of in a tough spot, so it was it was a happy thing, and my grandpa had passed away a couple years ago, and so, you know, just, just a good, happy funeral service, remembering her life, having some jokes, and uh, um, yeah, going from there, and, and knowing that, that she's in a better place now with, with grandpa. Um, so after, I was talking with, with my immediate family, my siblings and stuff, and we were getting ready to order pizza, and we live out in a rural community, and and a lot of them live live in town, which is like uh, Pocatello, Idaho, which is, you know, depending on where you're from, it's uh, a big town or a small city. I mean, you know, depending on your perspective. And and so uh, there's a lot of, not very many food options. So we decided to order pizza from the Flying J. And if you have not, if you have a Flying J close to you and you've not tried their pizza, try their pizza. It is delicious. Like you wouldn't think, oh, gas station, truck stop pizza, but Holy cow, it's amazing. Um, at least at ours and the few others that I've been to. So uh, give it a try. Anyway, so we, we order this pizza and they're like, hey, we need to uh, to send a tip there. And I was like, a tip? What are you talking about, a tip? Um, and they're like, yeah, we, we tip people when we do takeout. And I was like, well, that's weird. Um, like, you know, they're, they're paid They're It's their job to, to make the food and they're the cooks. And then you pick it up. Like typically when you tip waiters and waitresses, it's cause they've given you good service. They bring your food, they bring you drinks, they give you refills. Um, and, and like my opinion, and I guess this is just, just me. And I feel like, uh, it's become, I don't like that. It's become common that you just tip and it's become like a, a stigma if you don't don't tip a lot at restaurants you're like a bad person or whatever and everybody uses the argument oh they only make three dollars an hour and we need to tip them to support them and and but they have the choice to be a a waitress or waiter first of all and second of all I have friends that who are waitress and waiters and they brag like 
oh, I made, you know, $200 in tips tonight. I made $20 an hour if you count my tips. I made $30 an hour if you count my tips. And I'm not saying that's everybody and I'm not saying that's every night, but I have, I have gotten very frustrated that waiters and waitresses expect and people generally expect to, that they should be tipped a really good tip, even if they give terrible service. So I've started tipping based on service. If they're really crappy service, um, I might leave a tiny tip or not a tip at all if, if I don't think it's good service. Um, if they will go above and beyond and they're really good about entertaining us and refilling our drinks and like really caring about what we're doing, then I'm going to tip better for them. Um, and I, I personally think that's what everybody should do. I'd love your opinion. Email me your opinion, Tyson at blacklabelsupplements.com. Um, and so anyway, so we go to, we get in this discussion slash argument of, okay, so I get that, like tipping if you're there, right? But they're saying, oh no, we tip even if we just do carry out. Like, but the, the cooks and the, like, the employee wage is already worked into the price of the food so you don't need to tip and they're not doing anything for you except for they cook it put it in a box and then put it on the counter so when you go and pick it up like no you need to tip them because they're only making three dollars an hour and and so i'm just sitting there thinking like man i i guess that's more common thoughts than i thought i thought more people felt like me where it's um like carry out is just you buy it and you pick it up. Like, why would I tip them when they're not giving me service? They're not filling my, refilling my drinks. They're not checking on me on my food. They're not bringing me extra condiments or whatever I ask for. Um, so it was, it was kind of frustrating me to, to hear that. And, and I just mentioned like, it's capitalism. Like if they don't want to, if they feel like they're not making enough money or whatever, they can go and find a job somewhere else. And perfect example is, and it's one of my, my brothers that, was arguing for the tips he also is a business owner and he works outside in construction and he complains all the time about not being able to get employees because nobody's willing to work and do the job and i was like that's a perfect example of why you shouldn't tip these people unless they're giving you service now of course if they give you service like i believe in capitalism and if people work hard and do a good job you should reward them for it but if they're just taking your money and giving you your box of pizza like no um so so i was like if they aren't happy making their three dollars an hour standing behind the counter and and honestly i don't think those people only make three dollars an hour that are doing carry out orders but anyway uh, that's besides the point like they could go work for you for 18 20 an hour but they're not willing to and so that's their fault we shouldn't condone their like unwillingness to go out and work construction or whatever and I know there's always exceptions there's always exceptions like I I tried to work in construction and because of my vision it just it was really hard and I didn't feel like I was very supported by um, the person the people I was working with and so it just it didn't work out for me so I get that there's certain situations that won't work but there's call set like there's and of course there's a little unique situation because of COVID but it's, it's totally different. And then my other argument with this is if like, if it's not a tip, but if it's like a donation, like, and, and they were, I don't know, if you feel like you're in a spot where you can donate to people and and whatever, I guess that's good. But again, I still think donations should come with some sort of effort on the other side. 
um, at least it just some effort. I don't I don't know. So that kind of gets into another argument: donations versus tips versus whatever. But um, I see tip jars all over the place at sandwich shops and all this stuff, and it's just like it frustrates me because I just feel like um, they shouldn't be asking. Or to me, it looks like they're asking for more money when the we're paying for their service and their food through their uh, the price of that thing. So how does this all relate to being a brand ambassador? And the reason I bring this up is because as brand ambassadors or gym owners that sell supplements um, or, or product in your, your pro shop, we, we oftentimes kind of have that mentality of like, oh, we want people to, to use our code or we want people to um, buy our stuff because we're local. I hear that all the time too. Like, oh, we're local, so you should buy our stuff when you're not doing anything else to show that show people why they should buy your stuff like if you push out code and say oh my friends should buy my stuff because they're my friends and I'm an ambassador for this company and so I'm going to share my code and they should just automatically buy it like that is not how this works we are in a society where especially now people are bombarded with marketing messages and instead of feeling like um i guess having a chip on your shoulder or entitled or anything like that we need to go out and earn we need to earn those those sales uh we need to go out and we need to give people when i i did the same thing so at first i i had that same mentality like i'm a brand ambassador for these companies i'm a elite athlete training for rio at the time this was back then when i had some brand ambassador partnerships so i'm just going to put this code and i'm going to say you know, hey, you guys should buy this stuff because I'm so awesome and I'm an elite athlete and blah, 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 blah. And what I quickly found was that is that is a horrible mentality and a horrible way to do things because I wasn't giving people any um, any reason to, to do it beyond just saying this stuff. Now, if I would have uh, changed my tone and said, hey, look, like, I'm not asking you to donate to me. I'm not asking for like GoFundMe mess raising money or whatever. Um, but if you do want to support my journey, go ahead and use this code to buy this product. And I'd love to, to have you support me. And if you do that, like um, I'll give you a shout out or I'll sign a, a picture of me and mail it to you or something like adding value on top of what they're already getting that's when people start to say, hey, yeah, of course I want to buy that and use your code. So, and I didn't do that, but I'm, I'm going to start doing that. Um, this, this whole journey of me, like learning how I can help other brand ambassadors and our brand ambassadors and gym owners of Black Label Supplements be better salesmen of our product. Um, like I'm learning so much and I wish I would have known this when I was first uh out of college, becoming brand ambassador for other companies because I would have been so much farther along. And so I appreciate this process and I appreciate the great um, the great interviews I've been able to have on the podcast so far. And I'm sure there's going to be more coming. But I just want to know, I want to share that with you guys and, and share with you that um, if your opinion is different on tips, like I totally understand. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, you're the worst person in the world or anything by any means. I just, we're in a society where people are so entitled you have to be careful and you have to also understand that if you want to make money and you want to improve yourself um, 
you've got to put forth effort. You got to work hard. And sometimes you got to work hard for a long time and you got to figure out how to serve people. Like be really good service to people. Like if I did do a carry out, let's say, and I go in and you know, it's expected that I give a tip even though it's just carry out. But that the person at the counter, if they serve me in some way, if they like tell me a joke or if they ask me how I'm doing or or give like just some kind of service or, or a tip or like talk to me about my pizza and, and how good it is and how they like a different kind. Like if they put forth that effort and then there's a tip jar there, then hey, I might say, hey, you know what? Like I'll give them a tip because they served me in some way. Um, so, you know, that's that's kind of a, a, a way that you could do that too. So anyway, let me know again, let me know your opinions. Maybe I'm totally off off my rocker here, but uh, I'd love to know. Tyson at blacklabelsupplements.com. Send me an email and uh, give me a shout. I'm excited. I hope you guys have joined the last couple interviews we had with Rich Eggett and um, Cole Wilford. They, they talk, both talked about building relationships, being great, adding value to other people. And that's how you're able to uh, build your, your business or your side hustle as a brand ambassador. And, and that all ties in too with, with this. Instead of expecting people to buy your stuff just because you put out a code, um, serve them. Find ways to add value to that. Like find something that you can say, hey, if, we, if you use my code, I'll also do XYZ for you. Send me your receipt. Uh, from Black Label Supplements or whatever company you're a brand ambassador or you, you're a brand ambassador for, um, have them send you your receipt and show that they used your code and they made a purchase. And then you could say, hey, I'll, I'll give you a free workout, a free personalized workout, or I'll give you a free nutrition tip just for you or whatever it is. Because if you can continue to add value um, you're going to be so much better off and be way more successful as a brand ambassador. And now I do want to just mention uh, one thing that, that Rich Eggett mentioned too that I've been thinking about is some of you guys might not be motivated by ma making more sales and trying to increase value that way. You might be motivated because your company or your uh, ambassador for us at Black Label and you say, hey, you're a local company, you're a small company, you're grinding it out, you're hustling and you're trying to make it. I just want to be part of that and I want to help you be successful. I'm not necessarily interested in, you know, referring people or making sales. But uh, the great thing about our program is you can you can do that. You know, we don't require you to do referrals. We just require you to participate in company activities, whether it's write a review, send in a picture, um, tag us in, in something you're doing on social media, and do things like that. And that's what we ask our brand ambassador to a lot of. Um, those are some of the requirements we do have versus requirements for sales and you're serving us by doing that stuff you're serving us so don't feel like you're not if you if you do if you're doing this stuff and you're like oh I don't know if I'm doing a good job or whatever that's part of the thing that we see as a successful brand ambassador somebody that's just participating they're helping us grow our company whether it's referring people for sales or doing the simpler stuff like writing a review, sending in a picture, tagging us in um, the social media, wearing our t-shirt, like that stuff is so valuable to us. And I really appreciate that for you guys. And you're really serving us well. And um, 
and we'll, let's keep going. Let's drop the hammer and uh, keep growing this thing. Appreciate your time and uh, have a great day. Thank you for listening. Before I go, if you like what we're talking about on this podcast, I want to invite you to join the Black Label Supplements Brand Ambassador Program. I'm specifically building it with marketing resources and ongoing trainings to help you become successful as a fitness brand ambassador. For more information, go to blacklabelsupplements.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and hit the link that says Brand Ambassador Info. I look forward to getting your application.